From the bayous in Louisiana to the Camber country up north, you'll find them out on the trap line chasing furs to put up on the border. Mixing up another batch of that magical stuff, chilling around the fire after the show. Hey, it's Sarah and Jeff, and maybe a guest on the trapping radio. Welcome to Trapping Radio. Uh, this week we are um, at Trapping Camp. So uh, we're sitting out here on a beautiful screened-in front porch. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Actually, the mosquitoes were out. I was skinning beaver this evening and the mosquitoes were out. But uh, we're just watching the sunset here on the porch and we're all on rocking chairs at Trapping Camp. So uh, that'll kind of be our show tonight. It's just a roundtable discussion just kind of recapping the past couple weeks here at Trapping Camp. So um, I guess we'll thank our sponsor uh, real quick and get that out of the way. Um, F&T for Harvesters, everything you need for trapping, hunting with hounds, and predator calling. And then we have uh, Funky Trap Tags. And we actually have Alan here with us tonight. So um, Alan, you want to talk a little bit about, about what you got going on? Website, what you have, summers, uh, you know, spring and then summer, you've got some new products in? Uh, a little bit of new product. Um, we'll be back uh, doing more of our fishing stuff again this summer, uh, as always. Um, looks like here in the future, we're going to have some Razorback snares coming in. So try to get them all up and posted here when, uh, when we get to stock and availability. Um, other than that, pretty much the same same thing. Everything you need for trapping, just about. Uh, you yes. bet. And yep. fishing. And fishing. And calling. Yes. <laughs> and snaring. Mm. All the things. All above. Funkytraptags.com, right? Trap tags, yes. Funkytraptags.com. All right. I've never ever said it right one time. I say funky outdoors. I say hilltop trap tags. I went yeah. all over. All I said he's map. in Guthrie Center, and if you uh, Google Funky and Trapping Supplies, you will get him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll get a handsome Alan. <laughs> yep. One or the other. So now that we've got our sponsors, we'll tell everybody who's here. Uh, there's me, Sarah, as you heard, Alan Sayer, or as I like to call him, Alan Sayers, because he's uh, so great that it, he's plural. And we got Carl and Liz from Razorback Snares. Um, and uh, we're down here on a job uh, with Carl. And uh, we've had a, quite a few pe different people, you know, come through and stay this, you know, this two weeks we've been here. Um, Jeff Haggerty's been down. Um, you know, uh, Tim Roper, uh, he's on YouTube as Meat Meat Trapper. Meat Trapper. <laughs> We call we call him Meat Tenderizer, so that's why. So you I, had to stop. I, yeah, he always trying to think of it as a YouTube name because it's not Meat Tenderizer. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, you know, Tim was down, and uh, he uh, was on the show last week with me and Jeff Haggerty, and uh, Tim said that uh, discussed that he had cancer. Well, he said he had cancer, but he didn't want to go into it on the show. But uh, he's not here now, so. Um, we're, the thing I want to say about it is, is it, everybody could learn a, uh, a lesson from Meat Tenderizer. Um, he has such a positive outlook. Uh, he says, you just got to be tough to get through this. Yeah. And he, he'll be, he said, uh, you know, uh, you know, going through this for the rest of his life. And, um, you know, he has such a positive attitude and, you know, he's he's had to change your whole outlook, and you know it's too bad that uh, yeah, you know, the the rest of us have to go through our life n not with the attitude he has. You know, so yeah. I think we all could, especially me, learn a valuable lesson. That, 
you know, maybe it'd be best not to wait until, you know, you have cancer or something like that that you have to, uh, you know, have a better outlook on life. Yeah. And I, I'm going to jump in here. I mean, he's uh, been a good friend to Liz and I <clears throat> over the years. He's come here to this camp quite a few times, and just his positive mental attitude um, is inspiring. I mean, he's yes. um, he looked better this year than he did last year, and, I mean, he just he said, by God, I'm going to beat this damn thing. And uh, I'm just uh, hats off to him. He uh, looked great. <clears throat> you know, he get, jumps in a kayak in the morning and paddles, what was it, 3.4 miles yes. and runs uh, beaver stuff that we can't get to by land, does some hog snaring, caught some critters here, and uh, <clears throat> just a great guy. We love having him in trapping camp. And uh, if, you know, anything about it, he's 100% positive. He's, he told me personally he's going to beat this, and if anybody could, uh, Tim's going to be the man to beat it. So uh, hats off to him. We love having him here and uh, look forward to seeing him again next year. Yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, a lot of fun to be around. Very intelligent, super smart, and uh, just a great guy to hang out with. And he's the only person I ever seen drunk, when he was drunk, argue with his own videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I resemble that remark now. <laughs> That was one of the craziest things I ever saw. You got that big, I don't know, 50, 60 inch TV playing his, he's playing his video and he's like, you know, and then arguing with himself. And then he stopped it. I'm like, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, right, right. So instantly he scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, we, uh, we wish you well, Tim. We yes, yes. Very, very much so. Keep, keep being the meat tenderizer out there. Amen. Yes, yes. We also had Dustin Crow with Crow Heating and Air. Um, electric. Heating, is it Heating and Air? No, or electric company. Electric company, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, he's from the Little Rock area, and he came, and he's just a young, spunky thing, and he'll jump right in and just take off running. and. Yeah get so much accomplished uh he's been a huge help to us as well yeah and let me speak on dustin here if i can i mean um dustin's daddy and i and of course i grew up with uh, his mom and dad and uh, his dad left us way too early passed away and uh dustin uh what is he 30 he's 33 now 33 just a super young man, driven, um, just a great young man, and he helps me. He, I've been battling um, gout in my feet, and he come over. He's been here, what, twice? Yes. And coming back a third time, and he's busy uh, working his business, but just a super nice young man, good ethics, good morals. Uh, his mom and daddy would be so proud of him, um, but he's just a huge, huge help to me. I mean, he jumps out of the buggy and checks stuff and helps me and digging in the dirt. And he's one of them running gunners. I mean, when he jumps out of the buggy, he is absolutely running. and uh, Full he, throttle. Yeah, he is He is full of energy and uh, shed hunting and just a, just a great young man. We love him to death. And uh, your mom and daddy, we so proud of you, Dustin. And we're glad to have you part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had probably the second most exciting hog of the, of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. And, and, and that was at the closing bell, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was fixing to leave yeah. town, and he was driving down one of the side roads through the woods, and he stopped his buggy. He heard something, I believe. What? Well, he seen the hog laying there, and Alan... Alan Jump in there, Alan, with it. Oh, yeah. he was just setting a trap, and he was telling me goodbye, and he went on up, and he said, I'm going to take a left on the road up here ahead of you. And uh, he turned the corner, and I set another trap, and uh, it wasn't just 10 seconds. I started hearing <clears throat> gunfire, and, <clears throat> and then it quit, and uh, 
And there was some more, and then it quit, and I took off and went flying up there, because I was pretty sure he wasn't after Armadillo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, uh, he got him a really nice hog. It was uh, just out there sleeping, and he happened yep. to drive up on it. Shot it with a 22, didn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unloaded. Yeah. Unloaded with a 22, yeah. I think. 250 pound hog with a great big tusk. Oh, it was huge. He, uh, yeah, he, uh, he said he unloaded like 30 shots at it. Yeah, he was, uh, he was definitely excited and pumped up with that. I'll, yeah. I, uh, because I was up there skinning beaver and he pulled up. And he said, uh, did you hear me shooting? And I'm like, no. And he said, uh, this is what I got. And he showed me the head. And I'm like, I thought I cut it off one of the other ones that we, you know, already got. And I said, that one looks like it's got fresh meat. Like, it's almost like still moving. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I just, I just cut the head off of it. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so he started telling me the tale. And I'm like... I'm just looking at him like, and then he was talking about, I, I could just imagine him, you know, he's got his AR-22, you know, just like a machine gun going off. And then he said, he, he, I ran out of bullets on that, and I grabbed my pistol with a silencer, and I just started shooting. And he said, I don't think Alan heard them ones. <laughs> <laughs> that was still going on when I pulled up. <laughs> but, no, he's a he's a good guy. He uh, he. Fixed our trailer for us last year, and mm -hmm. we'd had major problems without Dustin. And they, uh, he's got he's getting into trapping. And last year, when we were here, he was getting all gung ho about the trapping, and he kept you know, can I buy some trapping stuff off you guys? And yeah, y'all sold him stuff right out of the trailer. That yeah, wasn't even for sale. Yeah, it wasn't for sale, but you know. We, we thought, well, you know, he'll want to buy like you know one trap and one stand. What he what he end up buying like a thousand dollars over a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. Worth of yeah. Well, he told me when he left yesterday that he wants me to leave him uh, probably at least five dozen dog proofs when I leave. He's, yeah. When he's coming back, he's bringing money. He wants he wants yeah. at least five dozen dog proofs. And so yeah, he's a uh, he's going to add to his collection. Yes. More, for a young man that's not been trapping but just a few years, it, his daddy was the same way. His daddy was a great hunter and fisherman. He and I hunted and all over the country, fished quite a bit together. Uh, Dustin, for not, uh, you know, trapping for just a few years, he's a great outdoorsman and has picked up on it really well. And he's wanting to learn. He's eager. He's He's driven and just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing and just a huge help uh, to us here. So uh, yeah. he's going to come over next year. Alan, you're probably not going to be here because you'll be in Mexico, yep. correct, next, uh, this coming year. And Alan has been doing the coon and the possum, the nest predator stuff, and just kicking butt on that. So uh, Dustin will uh, probably be trying to step in there and help you and or fill your shoes on that. So, uh, but he'd be the man to do it. Yes, he would. Yeah. I agree with that. Big yeah. shoes to fill, but I'm sure he's going to come close. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll do well with it. He's a quick learner, and uh, we're looking forward to having him over here all he can. Yep. And we each have our own, I guess, not really specialties, but our own, like, areas that we tend to focus on, like, Someone will focus on the possum and the raccoons, and then someone will focus on the coyotes, someone will focus on the beaver and the otter. and So it just, we all blend and mesh well. Well, it, and this year, we we kind of done it a little bit different. Um, it, a couple of years ago, we were kind of over overlapping with each other, and that kind of meshed us up. So this year, uh, um, Jeff Dunlap and Haggerty uh, worked on the... Uh, um, Beaver and Otter, and, and Miss Sarah was right there with them. And, uh, of course, she loves to do the coyote stuff, so we kind of turned her loose on some coyote. But Jeff and Jeff kind of stuck to the beaver and otter. Uh, Alan does the nest predator. He's kicking butt with that. Liz and I uh, kind of worked on the hogs and the coyotes. We've struggling on the coyotes this year here with all the rain and mud. But, yeah, we got a system down. 
we didn't have but one or two overlaps on the whole trip. So, uh, yeah, I think it's been working great. Yeah, and Sarah helped us, helped us a lot on the coyotes. Absolutely. And then we cut loose, Sarah and I. Yeah, that was loose. so yeah. fun. We had we girl, got a trop together. Yes, yes. We, we had girl power going on. Yeah, y'all tell us about that there. We, we just kind of turned y'all loose yesterday, and y'all took over, didn't you? We did. We did, yeah. We yeah. were going for several hours. Yeah. and Well, it had been raining. for It rained a good solid day and a half, and there was a ton least. of rain. And there was one field that we hadn't got set yet before the rain, and that big field. So yeah. um, we went down there and um, we found some coyote tracks, and we just <clears throat> unloaded the buggy. We set... I don't know what night eight or nine different we, sets we out set, there. Yeah, I lost my trapping bag. Oh gosh! I yes. had the tailgate down, and usually we're fo- somebody's behind following. Anyway, the tailgate was down. The trapping bag fell out. Before. No one behind us to tell us that the yep. trapping bag had fell, fallen so, out. Uh, we had to use Jeff's trapping bag, and I told Liz, I said, "Use caution because <laughs> Jeff is you don't know what's in it." Now you're, is, be, you're being nice. Now that wasn't what you said earlier. <laughs> we had to use caution because you never know. But, but um, we made it happen, though. Yeah, we did. We had yeah, a good time. Y'all did good today. And we we saw some coat sign. And we sat on that cat sign, mm-hmm. and uh, we were so excited. We we were pumped on this one set, this one area, because we had we had a trap that was on land that we had set, and it had been sitting there several days and hadn't gotten anything in it. And so then we did a step down set. Well, it got Carl in it. Yeah. It got Carl in and it. it. Almost oh, me. And it almost caught <laughs> That's true. Me. That's true. Every day we'd go check this spot and I had we had, it was more of like a blind set, flat set with just a little tuft, you know. It yes. it, blend, it was blended in pretty darn good. We had it set really well. Yeah. We kept, we kept warning the guys Every day. don't step on this. Jeff thought, you know, oh my gosh, there might be a snake there. I we scared everybody away from this set every time anybody got close. <laughs> And so it didn't catch anything for several days. And then, um, anyway, we, we finally made contact with a bobcat. Mm-hmm. So we were all, it was the one and only. And uh, we Yeah, were, well, we saw every year Carl says, you know, I've, there, a lot of times I've seen tracks out on this, what is that, culvert pipe? Yeah, it's a, like it's a, a culvert that sticks yeah. way out above the water. And the coyotes and the bobcats just mm-hmm. walk out there to the end of it, overlooking a grassy lake. And, uh, I mean, you can see the muddy tracks, and we've seen that yesterday. Yep. And yep. Uh, y'all took it away so, from So, yeah, then Carl says, before you guys quit, there's there's tracks on that culvert. Go go figure go out something. Out. Yeah. And so me and Liz went over there, and we... So we're bound. We were determined. We were going to catch. <laughs> oh my a cat. gosh! We got creative. It was just the two of us out there, and we were doing some crazy things. We had Liz did the step down set. I already had the set up there. I freshened all that up. I even used Hellfire on the set because I had Jeff's trapping bag. Mm, imagine that. So, <laughs> I remember. Imagine because I put the Hellfire on first, you know, and then we had to smell it the whole time we were doing all this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you put the step down set in. You did a great job. Had that all blended in. Yeah. I said, I don't think that's enough. I think we got to do more. So we put a cat snare in one of our Razorback yeah. cat snares. Yeah. And we put one of those in, and then yeah. we put. Um, <laughs> we built. Well, go ahead. We got no. I was going to say we got creative at yep. the end of the pipe. We did. We put Liz. I says, well, we need to put this lure on there. I said, how are we going to get this lure to? you know, really hold out there. And she says, give me some mud. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> random. <laughs> well, I just, I packed the mud in, uh, I guess, oblong blob, and then I put a little hole in it, and that's where I put all the lure. On the end of the culvert. On the end of the culvert. Over, overhanging the water. To get them to go out yes. there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it would hold the lure. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, we made contact. Yeah, y'all had a big yeah. old... Uh, male tomcat this morning. Yeah. Pretty cat for here. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we had a coyote right down the yes. right down the road, yep. just with it was at fifty yards. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm well, hoping. But well, we, well, we turned the corner, and the coyote was there. We were and jumping then, up and, and down. Then Carl says, "Is that a cat out there in the road?" And I'm like, "You got to be shitting me." They did catch a guy. Yeah, I'm looking. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and we just jumped up and down, and we yeah, hugged we each were other and high fives. I wouldn't. I didn't even get in the side by side with Sarah. I said, "Just take Liz and go down to the cat. I'll walk." <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were screaming all the way down there. We were so excited. I'm hoping that we make contact tomorrow with some of our coyote traps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that we set because I, I think that they they were well, we, really good. We finally got dry dirt and dry fields and I mean for the first week or better it's been sloppy raining. I mean when we first well, got well, here it been raining for two days. We're we're digging in mud so And it hadn't rained probably four months no, before no, that. No, been no. been been a dirt bowl. No. I mean yeah, the water's so low here it's like uh you know we caught a, a, quite a few beaver and I, I'm surprised the amount of beaver we caught. You have to get for, creative yeah, right now for, because for what it's been, yes. It, there, it's like three feet or so that Oh, at down. least that, yeah. Yeah, at least yeah. that. Yeah, the, the beaver's just not here like they have been. Of course, last couple of years, I mean, uh, what was it? Not last year, but the year before, y'all came, y'all caught like 53 yeah. off his property. And last year, we was in the low 40s. And I don't know what we are this year, but um, it's up <clears throat> bumping on 30. So, I mean, but the beaver are just out here. I mean, the water's not here. No. Some of the lakes and the sloughs and everything's all dried up. So, But we have we have caught more hogs this year. And that's, that's exciting to, I think, all of us. Mm-hmm. And last year, we just, I think we caught one, two, three hogs. And no, it was... Yeah, we caught four last year, but the, but the land managers were trapping really hard. They start pre-baiting before we get here. We generally start this thing right after duck season, after all the hunters are left. And um, But the land managers started pre-baiting and using the net trap and their cage traps, et cetera. And last year they caught, it was 100, high 20, almost 130 in the two weeks we were here last year. Now this year, you know, talking to them before we came, um, they were talking like the hogs were not here, um, like it has been in in the past there, but um, they started uh, doing their pre-baiting, et cetera, what have you, and, uh, but they've not caught the hogs like they have in years past. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're seeing um, a bunch of hogs there's everywhere. On the trails, yeah, and they come and go. Won't, won't y'all talk about that, how they show up? and uh, We should have Jeff talk about his and uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's start experience. With that. yeah, we'll start <laughs> That's there. That's a good one to start with. Well, <clears throat> there's only been uh, three animals that uh, I ever was around where they didn't want to get away from you. They actually wanted to hurt you. And one was a bobcat, an old tom. The other was a rattlesnake down in Texas, and then the hog that me and Haggerty caught. Those were the three that, that they wanted to kill you. Uh, they had no fear, and um, we, we went and set this spot up, and it was on the, uh, like right on the corner edge of a field, and it went down into some, like a cattail swamp, and we set it up, and we then Haggerty went and Jeff went and he put in some bobcat snares and right by the hog snares. And so we go down in there, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then Liz and Sarah come down there and Liz was walking down there and Haggerty caught her by the foot in the 650. And he told her he was going to dispatch her. She goes, are you going to use the catch all? And I said, uh, yeah, we would, but we think we, you'd like it too much. So we did, we, no, we're not going to. <laughs> you don't get rewarded for stepping in our traps. <laughs> no, no. You had to come let me out of the trap. Yeah. The, uh, so we went the next back there the next day, and we walked down in there. And I told Jeff, I says, I think I hear something. And 
it kind of sounded like a bear breaking the branches coming through, you know, like the woods. And he, he says, oh, you're, you're just screwing with me. I says, no, with these hogs. I said, I ain't going to screw with you. I says, I honestly heard something. And so he said, all right, I'm going to go into stealth mode. And so he starts stealth mode and down through there with his pistol. And we get down there and we look and there, the, there this hog is. And we, th we had the hog snare set up. So one coming down into where we went past and then the other one was set up where the hog was. So we get down in there and I'm kind of lagging behind because I'm trying to run the run the, the camera and, you know, keep up with Haggerty. And he like marches right out there like, you know, uh, you know, like he's storming the beach and gets way ahead of me. So then I'm trying to catch up and then the camera went around. Anyways, that hog's went all the way, hit the end of the, this was charging him, and Jeff didn't move. And he waited, he didn't want to shoot in the head because he wanted the skull, so he's waiting for a body shot. And the hog turned, the, the cable snapped him back, and he shot him once, and then the hog ran to the other side of the catch circle, and it, the cable stopped him again, and then that hog went again, and charged him again and hit the end of the cable and turned again and then he shot him two I think it was two more times and then the hog fell down there and started moving a kind of you know rolling and I think he gave him a couple gave him one more and then I might have shot a few times but he had he had broke the but when snare. the second time he broke the snare so yeah. we didn't know it but he you was know loose. but he was loose so if he hadn't, if he that hadn't pulled him back, anyway. So we got it dispatched, and I don't know how big is how is that hog? Two hundred some pounds? No, easy two hundred, if if not a little more. Yeah, they, easy. Uh, but so we start looking, and we're like, "Wow, look at that bobcat snare! He got hooked up in that, and you know, uh, he must have." I said, "Could he must chew that off?" I didn't know, and uh, so we're looking at it, and we're like. Holy shit! There's the hog snare. He was in the bobcat snare. I had him right around the nose, and and when he hit the last, the second time, or th would have been the third time, twice, the second time charging Haggerty, um, it snapped and broke right off of him. And uh, he was never in the hog snare at all. So we're like, oh my god, we got really lucky on this deal. Yeah. Me and Haggerty's been lucky before on stuff, but not quite that lucky. But uh, yeah, I, you I, called I, me right after, and I I knew you guys were scared, and I told Carl I said they're scared, they're shook up. It, it was it was bad. Yeah, and we we got more shook up after we we seen that it was the bobcat snare. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're not designed for you no. know for oh, no. for the hogs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely, uh, totally different cable. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little old bitty 564. So, and, well, that was actually one of y'all's fitch snares that Liz had built for you to carry to Texas. And, of course, y'all found a, a, a bobcat toilet in there and set it up, kind of guarding that, that hog. Of course, there were tons of hogs out in there, but mm -hmm. they were just going everywhere yeah. uh, through that reed grass around that lake. And y'all just got... Uh, Lucky and caught that one hog in there, and, and uh, I mean, the video, if if you've not seen it, uh, you've got it on your page, correct? It's on my, it's on Dunlap Lures page on Facebook, oh, and, it's, and uh, J3 Outdoors on Facebook. And it's awesome. Yeah, I think the As, title is Hog Wild, and it's a 15-minute video. It's yeah. the whole thing. It's a whole thing going in, and then you'll see when we discover... Um, you know the you know that it was the bobcat snare. I mean, it's it just as it happened. Yeah. Um, I didn't put the phone down the whole time. No, it's it's awesome footage. I mean, y'all y'all did good with him, and, and it's great footage. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was, it was it was exciting. Then there was a follow up video you did after that, that uh, showing the hog and this and that and the other, and it was. Uh, pretty obvious on that video you guys were still a little rattled yeah, yeah. without yeah. a doubt 
Oh, you you could hear it in her voice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Haggerty was talking ninety miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> uh, them hogs get you they heart do. rate up a little bit they now do. because uh, I mean he's he he was I mean there wasn't like he was like running in Haggerty's direction. He was looking right at Jeff and was hitting that oh, as hard as he could to try and kill him. To oh, try that to get that him. was a full-blown charge, and, and he jumped up in the air towards Hag, and the cable caught him and spun him around. That's when he broke the cable, and Jeff shot him, but the hog didn't even know he was free at that point. No. no. I mean, that, that could have got yeah. serious quick. Yeah. 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 And then we also... Uh, went and Sarah and I set several hog snares and we caught a hog and we uh, we caught two more hogs on drags and we couldn't find them immediately. We haven't located one of them but one of them was located about a mile and a half away. Yep. Yeah, it was on that drag and you know, there there was nothing to anchor to. So, you know, me and Alan, we were setting that, and I set the snare, and Alan hooked up the drag, and and uh, well, you guys found it a couple days later, yeah, but it Dustin took off. Dustin actually found it. The yeah. first one we found, it only went 30, 40 yards into the timber and got himself hung up, but this one we couldn't find, and Dustin happened to see it when they were driving by it a day or two later, and it just went clear across an open field, and and got back into the timber and, and got hung up. But yeah, it was, I don't know how it went that far. I was you, getting you ready to snared that one, didn't you, Sarah? Yep. Yep. yep, 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 that was fun. Yeah. Well, when we first got here, last year was uh, my first year here. And, you know, Jeff kind of gave me the lowdown on kind of what it what it's like here. And then we get here and we had a hog in the snare. And Carl is very, um, very laid back, very polite, and, you know, likes to have a good time, and is everybody okay, and what do you need? Yeah, very accommodating. And then when there is a hog caught, Carl goes into a completely serious different Carl. He is in serious mode. He is in, well, in protector mode. He's like, everybody stay in your buggy. We're not, you know, you can snap a picture quickly, but we're not taking any time. This is serious, and Alan always has the big gun, and Carl tells Alan, okay, you have my back. Stay right here with me, and, and Carl, are you ready? Carl has his pistol ready to go. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like, this is serious. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that's just observing it, and then uh, me and Liz we had snared this itty bitty little tiny hog it was tiny and me and her were there and that little thing charged us and wanted to eat us alive i'll never forget it it's this itty bitty teeny tiny hog and i said to jeff i said these animals are born to kill that's how they're born and that's that's yeah it was that's when i learned like no matter the size of that hog they are they'll they'll they eat they will eat you (laughs) <laughs> they'll, they'll cut the well, shit out of you with them toss. yes and carl had come up on one last year on the four-wheeler we had set a snare right inside the wood line and it was a real narrow road muddy road i might add but he was on the four-wheeler and he pulled up to it first and he was like well let me just check this snare and all of a sudden the hog lunges. Yeah. Well, I, I pulled up and seen the snare was gone, and I was looking around, and I mean, it's thick. I mean, it's just a wall of cover. Yeah. And he's laying there, and that's the scary part. None I mean, of us seen him. No. 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 And, and you're within five feet of them before they bust out, and, and they, that was a big bore. They blend and, right in. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. And they don't move. They're just so Like that one that me and Jeff got, he was standing up, and he was had that cable pulled back as far as he could, and his ass was away from the tree it was hooked to, Mm -hmm. and he had his head up and trying to hook it with his with his uh, cutters, you know. Yeah. uh, He he was an impressive son of a gun. I will give him that. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, it adds a new dimension from, I mean, I know everybody gets jacked up on snaring a coyote or, or what have you, or catching a, you know, a, another animal. But when you start putting a 200 to 250 pound hog in a snare and you have to wade in uh, with him on the thicket, it absolutely, it's, it's different. It's definitely different. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I agree on that. That's fun. We caught one the other day. Alan caught one, and that was a big boar. Huge. Huge. Yeah, big old black razorback, just giant. Yeah. Yeah. I like snaring the hogs. I mean, that's to me, that's fun. It adds a little bit of excitement. And uh, But that being said, <clears throat> you need to kind of... It's good to have a group of people there. And, of course, Alan brought a 350 Legend this year, the AR platform. And, you know, uh, Jeff, uh, when y'all had y'all's encounter, he's shooting a 10-millimeter. Uh, I carry a 9 with me. And um, you need something a little bit bigger for the hogs. I mean, I carry a 22 purple <laughs> pistol. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a 40. It, yeah, yeah. It's like... Haggerty's shooting at this uh, at this hog and boom, boom, and I'm like, pew, 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 pow, pow. <laughs> I feel like a badass with a coon or a beaver, but <laughs> they probably ricocheted off of it. You know, <laughs> they're a lot of fun. I, I will say the last shot I, when that we figured he was dead was when I shot. So I don't know if I killed him or not, but uh, you know. Well, you could draw your own conclusion. When, if he, if he quit breathing when I shot, I would have to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it, it's like Jeff Haggerty. I, I'll say, tell you one thing. I mean, he ain't got no backup in him. I mean, he just mm -mm. stood right there. I mean, no. you see on that video, he wasn't moving. No. You know? no. Well, he, you know, and if he had, of the hog would have probably got him. Yeah. I mean, he had to stand his ground and, yeah. you know, stay straight on with him. I was standing my ground, on him. but it was yeah. behind the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Jeff, on that. <laughs> no, Hag waited in there on that, that well, sucker. He, he was trusting your, your, your you know, your hog snare. Yeah. 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 He didn't know he was trusted, trusted your bobcat snare. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, he's he's in that hog snare. He's going to hold. And well, I, I got confidence in that but that little old 564 cap snare no <laughs> and especially the size that uh jeff and jeff caught i mean uh-uh mm -hmm. no it I did wouldn't. hold him for a while well it, it, it held did. him because they done it well they they had it hooked up to a tree that had a lot of flakes yes and that's the secret with the hogs is to put him on a sapling something that's got some give and some flakes if you hook him up solid you fix him be in trouble because he's going to either break your snare. And most of the times when these hogs get caught, um, they'll fight it for a little bit. And then there's, you know, we pull up. A lot of times, so if you can get to him um, before you see him, you know, from a distance, he's laying there asleep. And But when you pull up on him, oh, it, it's a rodeo then. And that's when he's going to break his snare. He's going to charge. And, yeah, that's, that's when you're going to run into trouble. But you still don't know the situation. I mean, everything, it could be, you know, like that hog that we came up over the bank, that really big one that uh, Haggerty shot, again, where he pulled the tree root out. Mm -hmm. So he had oh. pulled the root out of one sapling. and that he it was, was actually just, anchored to. Yeah. And, and happened to be twisted on another yeah, one, Yeah, he just went yes. around and a half another sapling and if he would have went around and a half the other way he'd been gone he would have been, been gone, gone or right yeah. at us you know yeah. we just you can't waste any time like no. like i was saying earlier when we pull up to a you hog and a snare pistols out it's right now we kill you know take yeah. care of this animal because yeah, you can't you don't know the situation there's not walking in and taking pictures kneeling down beside a cow no. on on hogs no there's you're not gonna do that you know, you know, like, you know, a lot of the people will, out there that aren't trappers and stuff, they look at that and, like, you put up the video and they're like, why don't you leave the hogs alone? Why don't you? I mean, they don't realize the destruction these things do. I mean, it's like we don't have hogs up in northern Michigan, uh, you know, for the most part, you know. But so if I didn't come down here and see it myself, 
I mean, I wouldn't, you, you I wouldn't say know. it looks, some of them look like they had a battle out there and was, you know, shooting mortars at each other, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, well, farmers, it, it's crazy. farmers, they are farmers, one of the farmers, worst enemies, I think, because they just destroy crops well, overnight, yes, yeah. overnight, yeah, and y- y'all shot some video last year, I think Sarah did, of a patch here, I mean, it looked like carpet bombing going off in the yeah. the field there in these food plots. It just if if you know people were to see the destruction that they do, and uh, I mean, it's just if them hogs showed up in their front yard and oh, tore yeah. their lawn all up, they'd yeah. have a fit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they'd be screaming for somebody coming yeah. help. Definitely. But I mean, trying to you know the landowners have the pins, and those are you know successful yes and uh when we go out with the little with the snares i mean to try to pin these animals down i mean you think this is a great trail and you put up the snares and that's the spot and you can't count on that because Mm -hmm. they may not they'll just go right around you and in a couple days they've got a whole new trail that is out of the middle of nowhere overnight yeah they'll they'll have a totally different trail it's like or the whole, what's it called? The whole group, a sounder. 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 It'll move to a different area. Yes. And then it'll be fresh hog side, and you're all excited, and you set all that up. And then next thing you know, they're in a different they're pot. I mean, they're else. they're yep. so sporadic. Yeah. But do you feel that, like you said, like the the sounder is ran by the lead sow? The, the lead sow, which is a yep. female. Yeah, uh, and the board just kind of comes in and out. Do you think that like the you know them changing trails and getting you know, try, you know getting really confusing? Do you feel that that's because a, a, a woman pig is leading the group? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you, you tried to suck yeah. me in. You're trying to get him in trouble, aren't you? <laughs> well, and and the... I got to wash my buddy here now. <laughs> the guys that that do the pen uh, trapping. These hogs that we get are actually the ones that don't commit to yeah. to the bigger traps. Yeah, well, they get uh, weary of them. Yeah, yeah. Now so, these hogs are spooky, and like Sarah said, and uh, just a minute ago, I mean, you'll set up a smoking hot uh, hog trail, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they got another trail twenty yards away that where they're skirting you. They're kind of sensitive. And but then you know you go four or five days and boom you, you're gonna connect on the trail that they they're just sporadic. It's um I, I ain't figured out out yet, and I've been snaring hogs for a long long time, and it's just a guessing game. Um, but it's a it's a tough deal. It's a but, challenge. Well, yeah, and that's what I like about it. But, challenge um, accepted. But yeah, there's no guarantees in it, and the the thing that makes hog snaring hard i mean unlike a cow in the fall you're dealing with pretty much one size critter well you know the hogs have uh, babies and sounders uh, groups i mean you might have a two pound piglet or a 200 pound sow 150 pound sow whatever and then you got the big boars in and out that's the challenge of snaring the hog so uh it's uh we're still learning i mean it's a uh, we're learning every year with them, but we're uh, we having fun with them. They are a ton of fun to deal with. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the guys uh, from up north come down south and go beaver trapping or go out, you know, coyote trapping, you know, but uh, they don't go out of state generally, you know, trying to snare hogs. Uh, mm-hmm. That you know, if if they you know realized how exciting it was, you know, you get a, a lot of the northern guys on you know winter trips, you know, going, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that because, uh, I mean, y'all been down here, you and Haggerty snared jaws first hog, what, four years ago? Four years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a big old boar, and it's just fun, man. I mean, up until, up, in, up until that, the last hog we just got, uh, we had, like, if every hog we caught was dead. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, be, yeah. because it was one hog, and he was dead. Yeah. You haven't encountered the live. Feisty one. Yeah, now we're at fifty percent of their dead. Now me and Haggerty's got two under our belts. <laughs> but five or six of them we've caught so far this last couple of weeks have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you get him wrapped up. I mean, just like anything else, you get him wrapped up in entanglement and you got him around the neck. Um, a lot of times they'll, they'll expire. But to deal with some of these big bores, I mean, even running, you know, a 12-inch loop like we can legally do here in the state we're in, I mean, the dead gum, the hog is so big and his ears stick up off of his head. I mean, the snare hits him on the top of his head, and, I mean, you catch a lot of them around the snout, uh, around the nose, because the loop's not big enough. So, you know, we just got to deal with uh, the laws and restrictions of the state we're in. You know, if I could, I'd run a daggum 20-inch loop with the hogs. We can't do that here. Um, so a lot of them, you, you know, unless he tangles up, um, a lot of them's going to be alive, and that's where it really gets exciting. Yeah, that one we got was like bellering and making all kinds of noise. Mm -hmm. Oh, he was <laughs> mad. He was pissed off. Yeah, he, he would come to hurt y'all yeah, too. Yeah, he needed to get under on some sort of meds to calm him down. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, though, we it, it's it's exciting. We we love very much what all of us does. I, I'm speaking for all mm -hmm. of y'all. I'm speaking. For myself mainly, I just, I love doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. Absolutely. And then we go from from this job to, we get to go to another job, and then after that, another one. So. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And Jeff and Sarah head to Texas. Yes. Uh, we're hoping they do well down there. Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to have fun. Mm -hmm. Big, beautiful bobcats down there. and Big, beautiful snakes. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. We got enough firepower to kill half the snakes <laughs> in Texas. We all know them. how Sarah loves mm -hmm. the snakes. Yeah. Oh, we've seen one. We didn't see a snake here till the last day of last year. So we'll see what we'll happens. We'll stay in tomorrow. the buggy tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it stays warm like it is, yeah. you you love to see one next day or two. I mean, Liz and I were sitting today, and she's down there doing some beaver stuff and and what have you, and. Around all them cattail reefs, there, I said, "You better watch yourself and just kind of, kind of keep an eye out." So, well, I'm interrupting you, but last year we were finishing up the job, and I had to go down in the ditch and across mm -hmm. a beaver dam yep. to pull a coyote snare. And he said, before I ventured out that way, just be wary of your surroundings and watch for snakes because yep. the snakes are out. Just be careful. I walked right across that beaver dam, was in the process of pulling up our snare, and I heard, oh, blankety blank, pow, pow. Yeah, you'd walked right over him. I big, had walked. Big old cotton mouth. Uh, yes. And Liz, I mean, he's laying right on top of the beaver dam. Liz stepped over him. Never I saw him. Yep, I don't know how he didn't bite her. Mm. It was warm that evening, and I mean, you know, of course, I looked down there, uh, before she ever walked down uh, to cross the beaver dam. And next thing I know, I mean, I'm watching and she's over there pulling the snare. And I look and this big old cotton mouth crawls out. And I said, oh my God. And and she literally walked right over him. So yeah. you got to kind of watch yourself here. It's very easy to walk over <laughs> them, walk around them, walk into them, especially when they blend in so well. I know. Yeah. I didn't know what they looked like. So I... Brave myself, and I look up on Google, what does a cottonmouth look like? So I could, if I saw one, maybe I'd have a little <laughs> bit of an idea. I didn't know. It took a lot of guts to even look them up, and then we get down there. <laughs> the last day, we're pulling, and I had a really pretty light-colored beaver on that dam just, you know, over here. And it was. I was excited, so I go down there, and Jeff's going to do a video, and we're all ready, and... It's just me and Jeff down there, and then Dustin comes down, and he's with his eagle eye. He says, oh, well, there's a cottonmouth just right there, and like it's, it's very nothing. casually. 
I ran out of there so fast. Thank goodness I didn't push Jeff over. I just about did. You in the next state. Yep. Uh, in the buggy, I didn't come out the rest of the day. It was over. And I still wouldn't. We didn't even. Jeff says, well, you want to go over there and set up that dam? Nope. Never going back. <laughs> As pictured in my brain, I do not go back to places I have seen a snake. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like they're, they're not going to. I don't know. They. In my mind, they're still there. <laughs> and, and here you are headed to Texas, to, to Texas. With, with rattlesnakes I know. everywhere. With I the know. big, big rattlesnakes. Oh, know. You know, everything in Texas is bigger. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just going to say I'm glad it's uh, going to cool off the next couple of days and not be <laughs> another day or two of 70s because hey, I'm not looking forward to that either. No, 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 no sir. No. Mm-hmm. But no, it's definitely been a been a fun trip and now we're driving 12 hours south of here into some real hot weather it's supposed to be in the 80s down there so i'm not looking forward to that mm-hmm. no more sweatshirts sarah i know sorry yeah i'll be in snake boots and shorts i yeah. know i That's told jeff I, I said i need a full bodysuit a full <laughs> snake bodysuit i'd like to get you like a suit of armor and have you wear it out right <laughs> Well, trapping down there, the problem is, you know, you get out in there and you get, uh, if you did get bit, you, you know, you got some ranch hands going to administer the anti-venom because they keep, on a lot of the ranches, they'll keep it right there. So they administer the anti-venom and, uh, you know, if you had to go to the hospital or something, they're going to have to air flight you out of there because yeah. I mean, it's a long way. Yeah. So that's, it's just best to be careful. And generally... You know, you're just in the in the clear area, and you can see him, and you know. Yeah. Y'all gonna have fun down mm-hmm. there. You're gonna have a blast. Yeah. I'm looking forward to I the video. Figure, I him. figure we're gonna go through a shitload of bullets. Yeah. That's what I figure. <laughs> <laughs> we got we 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 got a bunch of it. And <coughs> we're gonna leave the casings in in the, in the lead and probably disconnected from each other in Texas. Y'all are gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Get some, get some beautiful cats, beautiful animals, most definitely. We still gotta buy our licenses for down there yet. Yeah, they're a tad expensive. Three hundred bucks, I think it was a piece for yeah. non-resident yep. trapping license. Wow. Yeah. You well, you can go if you're just working for the landowner as his representative to mm-hmm. go trapping any, any nuisance animal, any you know, but. Uh, you know, we want to keep the cats and stuff, you know, so we're going to buy the license. Yeah. Licenses, because if, we, you know, we always, you know. Keep it legal. Yeah, keep it legal and don't want no problems. And, yeah. Yeah. So That's that, the best, when way, you're, best when way to do it. You're best to do that at home, but uh, when you're out of state, it's definitely the best way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, we've had well, we've had a blast and yeah. great company and definitely good food. Yeah. And yeah, it's been fun cooking for everybody. Yeah. We just had a beaver roast last night. That was good. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks to Sarah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Alan brought homegrown Iowa steaks one night. Yeah. Killer. Grass-fed. And walleye. Walleye. Yes. Yeah. I had never yeah. had walleye before. He Thanks, bought, Chris brought Walter. it. <laughs> this is, uh, probably the only time I've been out for two weeks running and doing all this stuff, physical activity, and probably gaining weight the whole time. These girls yeah. have cooked for us just incredibly all week, and yes, I have. It's been uh, it's been a fun couple weeks. So yeah. Yeah. I just want to say before we get off of here, it's been been fun being with Jeff and Sarah, hanging out with them for a couple weeks and trapping and. All the uh, camaraderie sitting around here visiting the evenings and Haggerty, Dustin, most of all, Carl and Liz, Razorback Snares, thank you for the invitation. It's, oh, you're more than welcome. It's been, uh, Absolutely. It's been a blast and greatly appreciated. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. We'd we, uh, be lost without you here. You're the only man here to come here and crush my record on coons and possums, so Possum I kind of hold that against you, but, <laughs> but the landowners are happy. 
Yes. You've you done an awesome job, and we appreciate everything you've done for us, buddy. Yes. Because they, they, they were bragging about, you know, how, how the turkey population was better this yes, year. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they were. So, yeah, and that that's why we're here. I mean, uh, we're making a difference. And, and when your landowners call you and, you know, start sending you pictures of all the turkey poached throughout the spring and the baby fawns and, and telling you that they're seeing all these extra deer, extra turkeys, and uh, that makes it all worthwhile right there. It does. Yeah, it puts a smile on my face. And, uh, you know, with you guys here, I mean, y'all working on the beaver and otter and Alan doing the nest predators. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just come together full circle, and uh, we appreciate everything all of y'all do for us. We got a good, good group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to head out to Mexican restaurant and get dinner. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Maybe a margarita. Yeah, and these margaritas are like in a gallon bucket. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might have to carry Liz and I out tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so if like uh, with your snares, where uh, how can people reach you or contact you or? Well, we we don't have a website set up yet. I mean, we're just a small mom and pop operation here. Liz and I is doing this out of her home. Um, uh, the best thing on our, we have a Facebook page called Razorback Snares. They can go to that and click in there, send us a messenger through messenger. Um, my, our phone number's on our uh, page and, there. And our email address. Yeah, they can text us, uh, whatever they need to do. We're very prompt in getting back with you. And uh, we'll if anybody needs stuff. some snare hookup, we got you. And all you got to do is contact us uh, through that uh, Facebook page. Uh, in the future, we're going to try to get a website loaded up and logo and all that stuff. But we're just not there yet. We're just a small, like I say, mom and pop operation. Like, uh, do you want to, we were talking about you guys are going to run a special where if somebody <laughs> sends you a picture of that they have got tattooed a uh, tramp stamp with uh, Razorback snares. They get 20% off in the first order. If somebody sends me a picture of a tramp stamp with ra Razorback snares, I will make them a heck of an offer. <laughs> How about that? All right. Does that same hold true for Funkies? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have them yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, We're anyways, uh, and uh, you know, I have said multiple times on there that you know, Alan is a good guy to buy from. Um, you know, because there's you know, there's a lot of good people in the trapping industry, um, but there's some real shitheads out there too. But you know, if you want to buy off a good man, that if you were broke down. You were his friend that you could call, and he would come anywhere in the world to help you and never ask a question, never ask for a dime. Uh, you know, if that's the kind of guy you want to buy off of, that you, you should buy off Alan. Yeah. So, I, amen. I will second that. Absolutely tab. agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You're not you're not talking about the call I got a year ago. To, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about little Alan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, handsome Alan. Correction. I, get a I call. ain't figured out which one's handsome or, or not yet. The, the other Alan is handsome Alan. Okay. I get a call on Thursday and he says, "Can you come and help me?" I I said, "When do you need me to be there?" And he says, "Well, tomorrow if you can." So. I hook on the trailer, and 12 hours later, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The same thing when we bought Predator Control Group. We were at Clint's and said, hey, you doing anything? Yep, I'm, you know, uh, farm, hay I'm, and I'm farming. Hay and, hay and farming. I said, well, you want to come to Tennessee? I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll, next thing, he, next call, he's on his way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Those, those are good friends. You know. Takes takes you got to be one to get one, Liz. Something to concentrate on. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Liz is going to be going crazy here in a little while if she don't get a margarita. So we better close this up. <laughs> Wrap us up, brother. All right. All well, right. thanks everybody for tuning in, and uh, we should have if we have internet in Texas, we'll have a show next week in Texas. Uh, we'll try and get Albert, uh, you know, on there. 
basically I'll be doing, me and Sarah will be doing the interview by ourselves. Because Elbert isn't much of a talker. In fact, I didn't think Elbert even would, could text. Um, me and him been chatting yeah, it up on text. him and text. Sarah been texting back and forth. But uh, and Sarah asked him, well, is there an oven down there? Does the oven work? Three days later, he answers me and says, well, I turned it on this morning. It got hot, but I don't cook. I only heat and eat. <laughs> so, so, so y'all have no clue what you're walking into no. down and i said what about a grill and he sends me a picture of a campfire and he says this is all i found <laughs> oh my goodness y'all got your he challenges. says it's first class but that might be a teepee <laughs> you know? i don't know so y'all will have fun so, all right. Well, thanks for having us, and uh, we'll Thank see. You. We'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in.